And we are back. Episode 18 of the Pacific Rim Pro Wrestling Podcast. Me, Jim Valley, I'm here in the Seattle area, and we go across the Pacific Rim. That's why we call it the Pacific Rim Pro Wrestling Podcast, because both Fumi and I are on the Pacific Rim. This is not about fighting robots. This is about pro wrestling. And Fumi Saito, the preeminent historian and reporter in Japan. Hey, Fumi, what's going on? Hello, how are you? I'm good. Did you ever Tokyo. see the, do, you, do you go to a lot of movies? Yeah. Yeah, why well, uh, the last movie I watched was uh, Blade Runner 2049. I need to see that, but I still haven't seen that one. But uh, did you ever okay, see you uh, Pacific see Rim, the, the robot fighting movie? Ah, uh, no, I know about it. I have never never watched it, no. It's not bad. It's sort of like, do you remember Shogun Warriors? Is that still a thing in Japan? Uh-uh-uh-uh. Well, it's just like... kids. It's like Shogun Warriors come to life where they fight these monsters and with computer graphics now. It's not a great movie, but it's a fun popcorn movie. I think I think uh, Honest Trailers on YouTube called it either the best dumb movie or the dumbest best movie. And that's a really good way to describe okay. Pacific Rim. Oh, it could be uh, very lightheaded and something to do on the yeah. weekends. I might find that. Okay, I'll try. It wasn't. It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> It's good for okay. Netflix or streaming or something, or if it's free on cable. It's it's and they'll definitely be playing it a ton because the new sequel to Pacific Rim is coming out. So anyway. ah, okay. But not That's only us. is Pacific Rim coming out, it's WrestleMania season. Right. Um. Uh, if I'm right, counting all right is uh, twenty three days. Three. Yeah. Twenty three more days. Yeah. Yeah. As we're recording. So what are your so, thoughts? Are you impressed? Are oh, you, do you like the lineup? Lineups, um, it's pretty much all came out, you know, that uh, I'm, what I'm interested in is how they're going to lay this, the whole show out, that the, what would be the last match of the evening. It's I would say that's Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns that should be last. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Second to last... Well, it's hard to say because oftentimes WWE will put a buffer match, match before the main yeah. event. So, well, right, right. So it's you know Charlotte Flair and Asuka right there. Then, I hope not. Uh yeah, like a filler. Yeah, you want this to be treated like a something special. Yeah. I would but, imagine uh, it's probably, if I were to guess, it's probably going to be early. If I were to guess Asuka and Charlotte, I would guess Charlotte. it'll probably go on after the Raw women's match, but still, you know, in the middle of the card, I think it'll get some time, what but probably not. You you'll get a decent amount of time. Raw women's, Raw women's title match. There may not be. I thought it was going to be um, um, Nia Jax and um, oh geez, Alexa Bliss. Yeah, Alexa Bliss. Alexa, sorry about that. I kind of assume they'll wrap that up like uh, in next two weeks and won't be a WrestleMania match. Because I, I just I wrote it and wrote the whole you know card down you know you know on a piece of paper and kind of putting together like what would be the order you know i did that was this with my another interview thing um there are at least 10 matches already out let's count okay one um brock lesnar and roman reigns we just talked about one you count that okay okay two charlotte flair against asuka 
you count that too, right? Yep. And the, the card angle, Ronda Rousey, Stephanie, and Triple H, that's three. AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, that's four. In a continental match, triple threat. Miz against Seth Rollins, you know, Seth and and, and, and the third person people over there. Oh, oh Finn, Finn Balor. Balor. I'm sorry, yeah, Finn Balor. That's four. That's five. Yeah, that's five. Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, and Jinder Mahal, triple threat US title match, I'm assuming. That's six. Yeah? Yep. And Brown Strowman alone challenging Raw World in a tag team title all by himself against two men, Sheamus and Cesaro. He could still have a partner, maybe. We'll see. Okay, that's seven. Yep. Six? Yeah. And uh, what, 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 what are we missing? Charlotte. We missed uh, Charlotte. Oh, no, no, you no, missed Charlotte. We, we counted it. No, no, um, we counted it. We counted it, yeah. Uh, SmackDown and... tag team titles. SmackDown Tag Team Titles, right. Um, or that could be another triple threat tag team matches. New Day, Usos, and Bludgeon Brothers. So that's eight. Yeah. And that could be the, uh, the opener, though, that uh, Fabulous Mura Memorial uh, Women's Battle Royal. Right. Yeah. It's now just the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. They got rid of Moolah. Did they really change it? They changed it. Yeah, they they bowed to pressure. Did they really announce it? Like yes. today? They did. It's it's out there. That's real. Okay. What was the excuse or the good political reason not to call it Fabulous Moolahs? You know, they didn't give an exact reason. They just said that Stephanie McMahon tweeted out that we heard you and we're so glad you exercised your voice. And they just have now decided to call it the uh, WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. After they went out of their way to do the whole, making the whole video graphic and the fabulous Mula trophy and the whole thing, they announced it. Did they have a trophy? I missed that. I, 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 yeah, yeah, they, uh, yeah, they came out. It was just like under the giant Memorial Battle Royal trophy. Oh, wow. they, they had a graphic, you know. Yeah. And then, of oh, course, and, the Andre uh, the Giant Memorial uh, Battle Royal. That's 10. And then, of course, don't forget... John the two... Cena against Undertaker. That's 11. See? See? So, but Alex you also, Bliss... don't forget, don't forget the two what? cruiserweight matches. You got the semifinals and the finals. Oh, wow. See, it starts 4 o'clock and 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. It could all be seven-hour show with 11 matches. 13 matches. Really long show. 13 matches. Because you have. Yeah, that's really long. You have long two day. cruiserweight matches, and at least one of them is going to be on the pre show. Pre show, yeah. So yeah. they may not have men's battle royal after all. <laughs> you know? That's wrestle, a lot of wrestling. Is, is a lot of matches, a lot of people. You know, See, just, it, we've counted. 13, Raw has. 13 matches. Yeah. 13 matches that get locked. So if you didn't miss anything, you know? So that, that lot a of, lot, of, lot of matches. And also, we got to remember, WrestleMania, you have 
longer entrance than the normal show, and they give each match more time. Plus video content. packages. Yeah, so, and also Hall of Fame, you know, thing, the class of 18, you know, all the inductee, all the, you know, the people come out and they wave to you, and that takes another 20 minutes off you. Yeah? Right. right, and they'll have they'll have other skits and things like that. Sure. You know, like, for example, so you remember a couple of years ago, I don't know, was it five years, when uh, the Funkasaurus came out and did that big song, some Everybody Call Your Mama? I mean, that was entertaining, but I'm saying, yeah, we will get... You know, maybe yeah, Kid Rock will perform. Yeah, band, yeah. There'll be, yeah, there'll be some too. stuff. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's going to be a long day. <laughs> it starts three or four, I don't know, but there's, there's going to you know, be a seven-hour seven show, you know, it'll probably last till 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Now, when do you start doing your streaming for The Zone? Do you do the, do you do the pre-show, too? Uh, no, we, we don't have pre-shows. Uh no, as a matter of fact, the zone do not air, uh, or oh, it's a streaming, so it's not air. But uh, they, they're not doing WrestleMania. Okay. You have to watch WrestleMania on WWE Network. Instead. So you won't be working that day for the zone, being a color no, commentator. No. no, I'll watch on WWE Network just like everybody else. Then the following day, I'll be doing in a season premiere Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. Yeah, because a lot of things will be introduced the day after WrestleMania. That's pretty important. But I'm not doing WrestleMania, no. So I know that you're very positive, and you're always yeah. very positive, and we love you for that. But well, right now, what is what did you say? Twenty six days, twenty three days. What are we? Twenty three days. Twenty three. Twenty three days. days is we're recording this. Twenty three days out, and I'm just not feeling it. WrestleMania buzz. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not feeling it yet. And granted, that could change as we get closer, and maybe they do some intriguing yeah, but the media wise, there's a lot not... of buzz, more buzz than uh, normal year because of Ronda Rousey. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, Ronda, yeah. that could be cool, but. Other than that, I'm just not, I'm not that jazzed. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm just not. Uh, I don't know well, why. I don't know. For rest, you know, no, no, for regular, well, I wouldn't say regular, but not exactly WWE Universe, but you're just like you and I, you know, wrestling fans, you know, for wrestling fans, though, main event will be Brock Lesnar against Roman Reigns. Is this time, Roman, you know, the, this is the night Roman Reigns will become your hero, you know, but that's your main event. For Japanese fans, AJ Styles against Nakamura is the main event, of course, you know. What about and, Asuka? Uh, Asuka and Charlotte, well, because you cannot compare Asuka, and I don't want to compare Asuka and, and Nakamura, but uh, to be realistic, Shinsuke Nakamura is much, much, much bigger star sure. than uh, Asuka ever was, you know. I mean, Asuka is a today. Is, I mean, she's been a star the last year or so, and they call her Empress of Tomorrow, yes. But for, you know, even for fans who, who's been wrestling fan for the last five years, six years, you know, don't have to be 10 years, Shinsuke Nakamura is really big star in Japan. You know, he was and he will be. And uh, a lot of people believe this is going to be the night that uh, Nakamura will actually win WWE Championship, you know, at the grand, you know, grand stage of Mall, you know, and uh, he may have a chance. 
I mean, by judging the way the TV is produced, you know, you know, remember the chance, WWE, but I don't, yeah. it's like he's not, remember when he first came in at that NXT, what was mm-hmm. it in Dallas? And he was just on fire. And now you see him now and it's like he's, he, to a degree, it's not as bad as some, but to a degree he's fallen victim to the more you're on TV, the less you're over. And I just, I want him to get over that hump. I you want him to what? win the title. Uh, I want him to be yeah, as I dynamic as he can on TV. Because, uh, um, he's bigger star now than he was a year ago, in my opinion, because not everybody watch NXT. Only hardcore followed, you know, Nakamura's career. You know, see, New Japan's great, you know, but uh, only hardcore audience in America watch and follow XTV and actually watch New Japan World and follow, you know, follow New Japan wrestling religiously. But only about 100,000 people are doing it in the entire in the country, you know, who, who may be watching that, uh, following, you know, New Japan program in America, American audience, just about 100,000 people is realistic number. Whereas WrestleMania will be watched by million homes, 2 million homes. Right. You know? and, I, and, I, and I don't disagree with what you're saying, but yeah. what I would argue is that there was much more excitement surrounding Nakamura among hardcores, yes, than, among than there hardcore has been fans. on TV. I mean, it was kind of a lackluster match he had at the pay per view when he lost to to Jinder Mahal at SummerSlam, and uh, you know, it's just it's you know, I think he deserves better, and I think he's earned better, and and I think that they could do much more with him than just trying yeah, to make him promo is not carry long, strong, carrying uh, long interviews and such. Yeah, his promo <laughs> is not the strongest thing, you know. But uh, the way it was treated, you know, okay, we're going to agree on this thing. WWE never film anything that doesn't mean anything, okay? And they film precisely that they want audience to talk about, you know, that uh, this match didn't happen, but uh, a couple weeks ago, John Cena come to, you know, SmackDown, you know, and looking for his opportunity for the road to WrestleMania. And uh, Nakamura beat somebody, you know, then he, you know, he's like, he just finished the match, right? Then John Cena music comes up. Then John Cena walk, walk into, you know, the you know, aisle and meet, meet up with Nakamura right underneath, you know, right outside the ring. Then both of them, like a perfect picture frame, left-hand side of your frame, Nakamura standing, and John Cena standing right-hand side. Then you see big WrestleMania sign, and both you know, both guys point those, point at the WrestleMania sign. You know, it didn't happen this year, but uh, um, as John Cena's interview goes, I will win uh, um, six-pack challenge and become... WWE champion. I want AJ Styles to use his return match clause right away. And we, as a champion, John Cena and AJ Styles and the winner of Royal Rumble, Nakamura, will meet uh, as a triple threat at the WrestleMania. It didn't work out that way, but uh, since they announced it, that kind of, you know, John Cena's interview will elevate Nakamura's position. 
you know? And yeah, I hope so. Don't get me wrong. I'm a big yeah, fan, and yeah. I want him to, to do well. I just feel like he's been a little misused, and I feel like he's lost a little uh, momentum and kind of lost some mm. excitement. Yeah, but he hasn't. He hasn't, you know, done any harm because look, that, he's a guy who won the Royal Rumble. He's been waiting for other people's other, you know, con- you know, storyline so they can announce the uh, uh, official lineup of WrestleMania. You know, and he's been waiting. So uh, he's. I'd say he, he the AJ Styles and Nakamura match will be third from top probably but still treated as one of the main events well you never know though i mean you remember a few years ago when daniel bryan fought sheamus and daniel bryan could be the opener sheamus beat him in 10 seconds uh you know you never know what they're going to do i would love to see them get time and i hope they do get time and i mean i would guess that they will but i just want to present that as an idea that that was yeah, a that camera is always you, you much bigger than sheamus you never know yeah huh yeah but uh we counted 12 30 matches right this is gonna be a long night and also the way they lay out the whole lineup very important you know because you know that uh, I'm sure the to end the evening Roman Roman Reigns will be standing there, and the one before that will be Ronda Rousey and probably Kurt Angle. You know, and uh, I don't know how Charlotte, Charlotte and Asuka would be. You know, it could be in the middle of the you know card. I don't know. You know, and uh, see they are not doing uh, um, the, the ladder match or anything this year. Yeah. But uh, all in all, I would think this, you know, Ronda Rousey thing was one of the big elements of Stephanie McMahon's women's revolution, you know, story, you know? Yeah, no, she's, they've been wanting to do this for a long time. And sure, I think some people have been overly critical of Ronda, but, you know, if you saw her on Saturday Night Live, they really hid her in sketches. She barely had any lines. She was practically Mm. an extra. So I don't think that talking is her forte, but I've been pleasantly surprised by what she's been able to do so far. And given if she's able to continue the focus and continue learning, I think that uh, I, I think that uh, she'll be successful. So far, I think she's been great. And also, we will be surprised at how well she can talk by the time the real WrestleMania comes. You watch next week and following week of this, uh, your WrestleMania in a videotape. Uh, Ronda Rousey is the one who's doing the narration. You know, it's done in studio, so I'm sure they took the one take, three, two, two take, three takes to get the best one. But the, she will be able to do the interviews pretty soon. Well, the plans, they haven't announced anything, but uh, I am pretty positive that uh, she will be doing um, your Bruce Lee type of movie of. WWE films, Ronda Rousey movies. That's true. Maybe you know, a year from now. Maybe oh, the next Marine can be a woman. I don't see why not. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a plan. Uh, that it's a part of the deal. That uh, well, if it wasn't WWE, some other people would be making movie with her. You know, but this time that uh, um, what's so special with Ronda Rousey is that it's not a wrestling experience. She is under contract. She is one of the WWE superstars. 
you know. So um, she is there to stay, you know. And uh, it will be treated, and I'm, I'm sure that uh, she will have a couple year baby face run, and third, fourth year she might have she'll run, you know. Never know, you know. Hook up with Paul Heyman, and she'll be like a female Brock Lesnar kind of thing, you know. Maybe three years from now, I don't know. But, but she is there to stay, not just you know celebrity guest, you know appearance from other sports. No, she is professional wrestler now. You know we can count on that. And, you know it would make sense to try to get over into the uh, the wrestling world. I mean that's or the wrestling world, the uh, the acting. The acting world, I should say, not the not the uh, not the right, right. Because she was on other movies already, like you know, like a Roadhouse, you know, female version movie that she already had that. Yeah, and also, I mean, Gina Carano kind of paved the way for Ronda Rousey. A lot of people forget about Gina Carano, but uh, Uh, she was there before Ronda. You know, main eventing pay per view or not main eventing shows and and drawing high rates, and then you know she had a shortened career because she made money. Uh, acting, and that's what she's been doing since then. And uh, but she's you know, not nearly as big as Rhonda. No, she was not. She was not. But she was definitely paving. She definitely paved the way for Rhonda. Yeah, not as big success. You know, it's good to have people like that. But uh, Rhonda Rousey clearly, clearly the biggest star of all right now. Oh yeah, for sure. Rhonda's a much yeah, bigger star yeah. than than Gina ever was. Yeah, and also uh, this lineup of WrestleMania almost didn't matter because, of course, Cart Angle, Ronda Rousey, Stephanie, and Triple H is the perfect, perfect card, right? But uh, um, what Sports Illustrated want, or you know, like uh, Newsweek, or your Fox News, or ESPN, or CNN, all these big, you know, like media, they will be filming Ronda. You know, oh, so for sure. the card, Absolutely. yeah, the card actually did not matter that much. So they got, you know, this time all the, you know, big hunter, big, big media will be just shooting Ronda Rousey, you know, wrestling WrestleMania, and winning it. And that's the only footage, you know, and probably not even going to touch Brock Lesnar or sad to say Nakamura AJ Styles match should be so secondary, you know, Come, you know, for them, you know. So if but, Nakamura uh, wins, yeah. what kind of Japanese yeah. coverage do you think he will get? Coverage? Hmm. Pretty big, of course. It's already big, you know, win or lose, you know, that uh, only handful of Japanese wrestler works for, you know, on, on the WrestleMania card. You know, we went over that last time, but uh, he is uh, having title match, the main title. Well, his main title, meaning universe, you know, Ra's universe title is placed a little higher. But uh, when you think about, you know, that the title, you know, that the lineage that uh, 1963, you know, Buddy Rogers and Bruno San Martino, 55 year history, that championship has the actual lineage from that uh, original WWE title, you know? So this is should be treated like a real world heavyweight championship. And, has Nakamura uh, he has overshadowed, yeah. has he overshadowed, say, Okada or Omega or Tanahashi in Japan by being in the WWE? <clears throat> he would be treated more special, you know, more special 
Um, New Japan is uh, like a superstar company with a whole bunch of stars, but it's a package deal, you know, like uh, working for, you know, WWE or, you know, something like that. But, but the Nakamura is more like Ichiro now. He grew out of a Japanese company and went to America for the bigger and better things all by himself, alone. So, you know, like Ichiro or Hideo Nomo, or Godzilla Matsui, that, that type of person. And yeah. Ichiro is now back with the, the Mariners. Yeah, the yeah, I'm so happy. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, you have to come so over that, and that's see a game then. Yeah, I have to. I will. I would this year for sure. Definitely will. Let me know. Yeah. I can get you a tour. We'll another, have a great time. You can stay at our place. Oh, great! Well, another reason I have to come to Seattle. Yeah. You do. So you that's, need... that's what I'm getting. That uh, Shinsuke Nakamura is no overshadowed anything. He will be treated. You know treated differently and that it makes him that much more special that he's over in america and the, the okay well you look at the schedule and pick a, pick a game and i'll get the tickets okay sounds good yeah right. back to nakamura he's treated differently uh by being wwe and uh headlining wrestlemania and having a chance be, probably more than 50-50 chance that he'll win a, in a world heavyweight title uh, you know at the show uh, just nobody has done this so uh, he's more special now than he was two years ago three years ago well I mean I think you got a pretty strong chance of two Japanese stars winning world titles I'd say Asuka's chances are pretty good yeah 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 but I would vote for Charlotte <laughs> I'm sorry Charlotte will be the one or should be the one who's going to stop that uh, Asuka's what, the winning streak. Yeah. But do you think she stops it at this WrestleMania? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Because yeah, I, I that's, that's, them... that's what I think. You know, I'm, 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 a lot of times I'm wrong. I'm sorry. See, you know? I, could see but, Char uh, I could see Charlotte losing this match and then eventually beating the streak, but... But not at WrestleMania. I think it. I think they have more opportunities. I think there's more things you can do to have it keep going for at least a little while longer. I say it should happen at the WrestleMania. That would make Charlotte bigger star. You know the way they were treating each other for the interviews. You know, um, by the way, Asuka's English is not bad. You know, he's understandable, right? For you even. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, and a short sentence, you know, that I choose you, you know, he, she, and Charlotte Flair says, you know, I wanted you to choose, you know, choose me, you know, to have a match, title match at the WrestleMania. And I've never faced any, anybody like you, but you have never faced anybody like me. So they treated each other like very special, you know, and uh, by beating Asuka and stopping her, um, winning streak, I think Charlotte will have m more run. And maybe they may have, you know, that they, women's division, you know, blue, red, you know, world title and red, red, you know, championship could merge, you know. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Charlotte should make, that they, they can make Charlotte even bigger star than she's now. You know, I, uh, that's what I think. 
Well, we'll wait. Flair should be Flair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not sure, sure but that, that's how I feel. You know, look at it. You know, because sure. winning streak is fine, but uh, beating winning streak should mean more than keeping it, because it's already 250 or so something. And, uh, well, let's uh, yeah. let's move on to a couple of other uh, topics. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, one thing we haven't Bob talked Backlund. about that we didn't talk about last time, um, and maybe I'm surprising you a little bit with this, but the Golden Lovers. What are your thoughts on the Golden Lovers? They seem to be just on fire right now and kind fire. of a genius yeah. move to put them together. Yeah, because um, well, they, the, they were a team from another company years and years ago. You know? And uh, also they choose different paths. And they met again at the end of the tunnel. So it's a great storyline, you know. And that, that that they've been people have been wanting to have Kenny Omega as babyface. He can still work like heel, but uh, people didn't want to boo him. You know, he's the guy and he's the best. And the Kenny Omega, this is opportunity that to, to turn him babyface without doing much, you know. If you make a team and reunite with your old friend Ibushi, that would make him automatic babyface without turning him, you know? No angle, just by, well, a little bit of an angle because he had a confrontation with Cody, but that would make Cody a bigger heel than, than the making Kenny Omega babyface. But the meeting up, um, Ibushi and reunite, the two friends everybody knows about, that, that that's that's an ultimate babyface combination. And also, what's good about this combination is that they're babyface in two big babyface, but never worn New Japan top and bottom. You know, you know, I'm talking about the New, New Japan jerseys. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a uniform, like your, you know, like a baseball uniform. You know, everybody wore that, you know, top and bottom, you know, New Japan jersey or Bullet Club jersey or, you know, Suzuki-gun top and bottom, you know. You know. But the, these two are more like they grew out of every faction in a team or a New Japan team or, you know, or it's more like a, two individual superstars reunited and uh, they shouldn't be, you know, associated with anybody else. Just those two. You know what I'm saying? Because they can work babyface team. They can work against heels. They can work against another babyface team. They can do a lot more with those two. So the young they bucks are at their prime. Mm-hmm. So the young bucks moving up to heavyweight. So they claim. Do you think that's just to face the uh, the Golden Lovers? Do you think they're going to do anything more? Has quote unquote heavyweight. That the young bucks, young bucks wanted to, wanted to, you know, be the same same side with golden, you know, golden lovers. But uh, it hasn't happened that way, you know. Golden lovers just should be just those two, two guys, Ibushi and Kenny Omega. In my opinion, just two guys, no young bucks together or anything like that. But against the young bucks, yes. Well, that's what they're doing. I think they're going to be fighting. Uh, yeah, but the, you and I have talked about this, though, before, that the young bucks are not as big a star as they say they are in Japan. But they work well marketing it. i got to give them that. Yeah, but the, how they work any main event in New Japan in the cards, actually? 
So do you think, but they claim now that they're moving up to heavyweight. Do you think that they'll make a run for the heavyweight titles or are they just saying that so they can fight the golden lovers? Do you think there's more to their heavyweight run than just this feud with uh, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi? See what happens. (laughs) That's a good answer. See what happens. Yeah, because no secret, I'm not a big fan of those guys. Yeah, no, it's fine. I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um... Or is it, oh, uh, let's talk about uh, let's go over to Pro Wrestling Noah and talk about uh, Ishimori. What do you what do you think about Ishimori, what do you make of his announcement? I I'm assuming he wants to go to WWE and uh, precisely aiming for 205 Live. Perfect, right? I guess. I mean, if that's Doesn't your have goal, to be it main seems roster, like but the- to be an opening match guy and. Uh, Probably be a 50-50 guy. I don't know. He seems more talented than that. He doesn't have to be 50-50 guys, but uh, some guys, but look, actually he's what, five feet five or so and 160 pounds or so. But he's jacked. Yeah, but uh, he will not be in the main roster and uh, he wants to have, you know, just the top guy. Among 205 Live, that would be, you know, be his immediate goal. Then he, you know, now it's the streaming and WWE Network era that uh, everybody in the whole world can actually watch if they wanted to, you know. So uh, um, I'm not, I don't think he's aiming any law, you know, or anything. 205 Live would be the place, you know. And uh, nothing wrong with being a superstar in that show, you know? So the last thing I want to talk about, and we can spend some time on this, is coming yeah. up in April, we're going back to the 80s with a match. Bob Backlund. Fujinami show, yeah. Yeah, yeah Fujinami's yep. putting on a show, and it's going to be Bob Fujina- Backlund and Tatsumi Fujinami. Tatsumi Fujinami's his company, Tradition. Tradition is a, it's a, it's a new word, so, you know, dragon and tradition. Dragon has been Fujinami's nickname over decades. And tradition, meaning like old school wrestling, tradition. So tradition is like Fujinami identity right now. That's a good name for his company. And bringing Bob Ackland over. See, last year, he brought Vader over, you know, and uh, had meaningful match, you know. Although Vader is not 100%, but uh, it served the purpose that it is good to have somebody like Vader. And this year, that uh, if you are, you know, a serious wrestling fan in Japan, and if you know the history, this is going to be very exciting. Yeah, sixty, you know, some year old Fujinami and sixty some year old Bob Backlund, but uh, um, older crowd will be excited. You know, that they had the WWE title match twice in Japan, and also. Uh, Fujinami was responsible, and back in 1978, he won WWF Junior Heavyweight Title at Madison Square Garden. So the Cinderella story that that was, you know, relatively unknown then. 24-year-old Fujinami went to you know had, had a, you know just a, made a sudden appearance at the Madison Square Garden, winning a title, introducing a new suplex moves, you know, dragon suplex, the full Nelson suplex. And uh, Tope was not popular then, but he, you know, he introduced a lot of today's move. And uh, 
people haven't given him enough credit about those things. Junior heavyweight, or the whole entire junior heavyweight division thing was, you know, Fujinami was the pioneer. And uh, it, a lot, lot of smaller guys breaking in after Fujinami, you know. Up until then, see, Jan Baba, huge, big guy. Antonio Inoki, heavyweight guy, big guy. Sakaguchi, everybody else was, you know, to be able to be a star, you have to be a tall, heavyweight wrestler. But Fujinami was introduced as, you know, the entirely different league that uh, junior heavyweight division, you know, exists. And that the, if it wasn't for Fujinami, probably Tiger Mask, original Tiger Mask wasn't introduced. You know what I'm saying? Dynamite Kid, Black Tiger, you know, David Boy Smith, when he was smaller, um, all the European wrestlers or the Mexican wrestlers, relatively smaller sized guys had chance to headline. And uh, it was because of Fujinami, you know, so he, um, we should, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, he was overlooked in that way, you know. And then after 1981 or two, he moved up to heavyweight division, relatively smaller, but still 225 pounds and smaller in heavyweight. But he was what, uh, Ricky Steamboat size? You and I talk about that, that the perfect baby face superstars are, should be smaller than big heels, you know? Sympathy thing, you know, textbook baby face. And, uh, and also, Bob Backlund, I believe he is bigger star in Japan than he was in States. You know, technical wrestler. You know, you talk about Billy, Carl uh, Gotch, Billy Robinson, you know, um, that the foreigner gaijin babyface type wrestler that you know in WWE you know WWF atmosphere Bob Black Bob Backlund is a probably boring or you know the, you know like people say boring right a lot of times but uh, in Japan Bob Backlund was never boring you know and he was also that uh, WWE champion who had most tours with Japan. Bruno San, when Bruno San Martino was champion, he probably made two or three tours in 10, 15 year period. That's it. Pedro Morales never toured Japan while he was champion. Superstar Billy Graham was not really treated as a superstar, but more heelish thing. Japanese wrestling fan believe in babyface champions, you know? And... Uh, Hulk Hogan was the exception, but the 1984 on, it was all Hulk Hogan era, and it changed everything. His challenger was big guys, you know, King Kong Bundy, Earthquake, you know, all those big guys. But the Bob Black Backlund era, Inoki against Bob Backlund, three, four, five times title match in Japan. This was like a very typical Japanese-style title match, you know, and people still talk about it. Am I talking too much? No, not at all. I'm just thinking, I mean, <laughs> yeah, these guys are both in their 60s, but they're both fanatical at, at keeping in shape. They can, I mean, yeah, yeah, they're in great shape. Great shape, you know. I wish there was such thing called senior league or senior division, like a PDF golf tour, you know, that uh, there's, a, there's a, you know, the part of the audience that wants to watch Ricky Choshu or, you know, the old seniors, you know, maybe even people like Muto is turning into one of those, you know, senior league guy, you know, 
And uh, yeah, well, Mudo's going in for knee surgery. Yeah, yeah, the, the serious knee surgery. Yeah, but uh, that will extend his career, and he will never work full time. You know, so it'll be good that, that he takes months off, probably like ten months off, and come back fresh, and uh, just work important single matches, important tag matches. Never work full tour. You know, so every time he make appearance, it'll be special. A lot of people are speculating, though, that uh, Muto may not um, do the moonsault ever again, that we've seen his last moonsault. Uh, they, they announced it, so they probably won't. You know, they announced it. This was, you know, a few days ago when he had the Wrestle One show. Yes, he worked six-man tag team match, and the finish was, yes, this was his final moonsault. They promoted it. So they can keep keep promise. You know, this is this was the last time he ever did the moonsault. Which is okay. He has figure four now, you know. Yeah. But the back to Fujinami and Val Backlund, it'll be pretty good. Two shows, April twentieth and twenty first. One show in Tokyo and one show in Osaka. And the talk show too, you know, that uh, they're bringing people in and in, in not just wrestling match, but they they do the talk show segment. You know, the people will be asking questions and uh, get autographed and get you know, photo taken together. So th- those gatherings will be very, very, you know, it's, you know, like intimate a- atmosphere and uh, meeting your historical superstar, you know, like a oh, legend thing is so, so big here in Japan. So what are, your, what are your thoughts? Are you going to, are you going to go to the show? Yeah, I, I go to Tokyo show. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I don't know. I may go to Osaka show too. You know, I, I like Bakun. Yeah, and also he still looks like Bob Beckham, you know. Of course, uh, nostalgia works. I mean, just a what is it? A few weeks ago, they had the uh, Team Two Thousand reunion that drew pretty well. Yeah, yeah, that too, Chono. Yeah, right. He hasn't worked in four years, but uh, when when he does, when he's ready, he can he can still have yeah he still have a dozen matching you know yeah in him so. That'd be interesting. Yeah. You can't believe those guys are all 55 years old, you know? <laughs> you know? Yeah, Chono looks like the coolest grandpa in the world. <laughs> yeah, he always was a cool guy, cool-looking guy. Right, right, right. And also, today's fan, like you're a New Japan world, you know, today's wrestling fan, they are the legends, you know? See, today's fan have never watched Inoki in his heyday, you know? Inoki was always a guy with a suit and tie, you know, the retired guy, the legend, the king, you know, the politician. And you know Inoki, but they don't necessarily watch, necessarily watch Inoki's match on videos or anything. Interesting uh, that uh, statistics, you know, New Japan World, you know, streaming service, just like WWE Network thing. They have all kinds of Inoki's match in there. You know, Inoki against, you know, Inoki Sakaguchi against Karl Gachi and Luthes, or Inoki against Dusty Rose, Inoki against Taigajit Singh, Inoki against Under the Giant, Inoki against Strong Kobayashi. All those, you know, actual matches are in there. But today's kids, today's fans, or fans in 20s, they don't watch Inoki's match in there. See, um, streaming services like 
like you can actually count how many people have you know downloaded or, or ha- actually it's kind of like how many times you've stepped on it right like right. you know like uh pv they call it that the page viewing that uh, how many people have actually watched this certain actual certain matches and the oldest match today's kids watch oldest oldest i'm saying the oldest match today's kids watch is muto against takada 1994 uh, was that 1997 or 1994 you know muto new japan against nobuhiko takada uwf international at the tokyo dome 1994 i believe that match is the oldest one that people watch today today's fan watch they don't go back any long you know older than that that the oldest match they they go in and actually watch and enjoy is muto against takata that was it well that's not unusual i mean wwe network most of the new stuff is what gets the views and uh, a lot of the older content really doesn't do do that well no. and yeah i mean when you see social media and stuff you know the the legends now are Shawn michaels and stone cold Steve austin and the nwo and yeah, maybe to a degree the hardy boys but yeah i mean hulk mm-hmm. hogan is your grandfather's wrestler right exactly so <laughs> they don't want they don't go in and watch Inoki's match at all it's kind of sad but it's the truth that the oldest match they want to watch is muto against takada you know New Japan against you know you you know you you know I that uh, so that's a reality of it. But still, what the 25 years ago, right? 24 years ago. That's so like a the, long time. Who is the grand old man? Then, if it's not Anoki, then then is it Muto? Who is it? The, the cool old guy. Yeah, who's the who's the legend for the kids? Who do they look at as the guy that was the guy? Three Musketeer, I guess. Yeah. That makes sense. Muto, Chon, Muto, Chono, and Hashimoto. Then probably Kensuke, Sasaki, and Hiroshi Hase follows. That's it. That's it. Those five guys. Yeah, I can New Japan that. fans, right? Yeah. Oh, 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 those five guys. Three Musketeer, Muto, Chono, Hashimoto, and Hase, and Kensuke, Sasaki. Those five guys are the legends. Anybody older than that? <laughs> We've been skipping Ricky Choshu, but yeah, Fujinami and Ricky Choshu are the little bit too old for them right and inoki way too old <laughs> for them yeah that's a reality of it huh because all the choshu you know fujinami matches what 35 years old you know yeah well, from 30 does years the fact ago that all japan and noah are not as big and popular as new japan does that hurt for example misawa's standing that's what's hurting the nor you know they still haven't grown out of it you know the ring is still emerald green ring and uh, mm. it's really hard to you know not to think that the best days of noah was you know misawa and kobashi you know the kawada even wasn't there even there you know and uh maybe akiyama but uh yeah, that's really hard. Now, who is the top guy with Noah? Maruji, or was well, trying to make Kiyomiya a new Roman Reigns or some you know, like a real superstar? But it's so hard, real, really hard to create new stars. You know, that's what's hurting. You know, Noah. Yeah. 
Yeah. But do you think New Japan, that, uh, New Japan's, yeah. But do you think that uh, Misawa would be better remembered, and he'd be one of those legends, had either one of his historical companies be doing if one of his companies was doing better right now in the present? Mm. See the way you know this, the way Misawa era was ended, that. It's nothing worse than the way, you know, yeah. it was ended. You know, somebody actually died in the ring. You know, it's really hard to get over. You know, it's, you cannot help but think about it, you know. It's the same, still same company, you know. People are still missing him, you know. And the way, you know, Kobashi ended his career, you know, cancer, you know. And he made comeback, but he was never the same guy when he came back, right? And eventually retired, and he's another person who will probably never make, never come back, you know. And uh, yeah, so those, yeah, Misawa and Kobashi, those two are such a huge star that it's really hard to fill, you know. That uh, yeah, it's, there's nobody who can you know replace them, you know. Yeah, it's really hard. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But the Noah exists. And uh, if somebody like Kiyomiya becomes a superstar of today, that uh, he can bring in new generation, whole new generation of wrestling fan, that would be good. We're waiting for a new era, you know? Yeah, yeah. Is there anybody that you like for a new era? Anybody that uh, has your attention? Ooh, all Japan has a pretty good roster right now, you know. Yeah, you know, Kento Miyahara is good, Zeus is, Zeus is good, and Ishuji Ishikawa is good. And uh, yeah, the, the, their matches are good, not just not as well marketed as New Japan company, you know. You can look at Kazuchika Okada or Naito. You know, they look like stars, don't they? And the Kento Miyahara, Shuji Ishikawa, Zeus, those people don't, you know, come off like as big a superstar, you know. But uh, they are just as good in the ring, no? Yeah. Well, and Not as well the growth of all Japan has shown just how good they are that they're able to that they've been able to grow the company the way they have this past year. Yeah, but not as big and also not as well marketed. You know, you can go to New Japan store and buy all kinds of gimmick, you know. And I have you know, t-shirt. Yeah, t-shirt, uh, pillows, uh, you know, stationaries to all kinds of thing you can buy. You cannot buy anything on New Japan. I mean, all Japan. You know, they are not as well marketed, you know. Not as many people working for the company or they don't have very good idea person or marketing tools or, you know, publicity tools. Or like a lot of things are missing, you know. All those pieces of puzzle should come together in the next year or two. I'm hoping, you know, because rosters are good, you know. They got wrestlers. They got matches that are good, you know. And yes, they're starting a new streaming service, all, all Japan streaming service coming up. And they, they announced it, but they haven't announced anything new or they haven't even announced the date that they're going to actually start. 
And the reality is this all Japan streaming service that's starting in a couple, three months, they are not going to have old all Japan footage from the past because these are two different companies, you know. Um, it's just copyright materials are not theirs and uh, they're not going to be Jumbo Tsura or Tenru or Giant Baba or, you know, none of those footage in the footage will be shown in that, you know, new old Japan streaming service. That would be disappointing, you know. Don't you think? By the way, I've got a friend from uh, Cauliflower Alley, Bradley Craig, and uh, his dream yeah. is to do English commentary for New Japan World. And I told him I didn't think that would be possible. Ah. But maybe we could swing all Japan. We could do the English commentary for all Japan. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. Yeah, because that should be marketed in, in all over the world. Because if once English commentary is done, you can market that all over the world, you know? Yeah, yeah, something to think, think about, yeah. Speaking Very of Cauliflower good. Alley, before we uh, before we yes. wrap up, we have a little time. Yes. Uh, both of my podcast worlds have come together because obviously I do this with you, the Pacific Rim Pro Wrestling Podcast, and then I also yeah. host the official Cauliflower Alley Club podcast. You can go. To yeah, I have to be there one of these days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you posted so the last episode we just did of Cauliflower Alley Radio uh, was with, with Steve. Steve Kern from the Fabulous Ones. Yeah. And yeah. you were there in Minnesota when he was there. Fabulous once. Yeah. yeah you were so I a actually got, you little Yeah, foamy. I couldn't help but the post. Little teenage <laughs> 22 year old and Steve Kern. Yeah, yeah, we took pictures together back at the St. Paul Civic Center. <laughs> yeah, he was a star. And also he was the one that who challenged Fujinami for junior heavyweight title too. And he was introduced from Florida as NWA International World Junior Heavyweight Champion and had a Steve Kern as an NWA World International Junior Heavyweight Champion going against WWF Junior Heavyweight Champion Fujinami. They had uh, the, the double title match. And uh, he was back, you know, he was really big then before Fabulous Ones. Yeah. He had quite a uh, he had quite a career. He talked about that. He talked about because I asked him if uh, back in the day, you know, the wrestling lore is that Eddie Graham offered Vince Senior two people to be his next All American World Champion after Superstar Billy Graham. Bob Backlund obviously got the title, but the rumor is is that the second choice it could was have been Steve could Kern. have been Steve Kahn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so he talked about that, and then also talked about his match with Fujinami. So you should uh, check that on the podcast. Yeah, He's historical a great match. interview. Yeah, historical. And also, it was good for Japanese audience that uh, he had a, he had his blessing from Hiro Matsuda in Florida, you know. Who so, trained him? Yeah, Hiro Matsuda trained him. Yeah, yeah. So there's every reason to love him in Japan. Yeah, yeah. He was already a star, the first appearance, you know, and came in with NWA title, going against WWE Junior Heavyweight title. Japanese fan loved that kind of stuff, you know. Did and the also he ones was, ever come to Japan? No, not together. Stan Lane came in once um, as a single guy and challenged Fujinami for his junior heavyweight title also. So it was like it was good that the, when they, those two got together, but that was such a Tennessee type of team, you know? Yeah, it didn't, he didn't, didn't come in, didn't come to Japan as a team. Yeah. And after that, they went to see Stan Lane, became part of the Midnight Express, and Steve Kahn became... 
what the of all things what's that the that the that the alligator guy skinner skinner yeah <laughs> then he even became doink so uh, he had a different kind of career path you know yeah. what did you think of the but fabulous he, ones in minneapolis how over were they did you like them yeah i liked them yeah but uh working against road warrior was kind of wrong program they because people started booing fabulous ones and cheered road warriors and Vern Gagne thought that the fabulous ones was babyface team and road warriors was a natural heel but the people's you know people's choice was reversed that they loved road warriors better you know i mean at that point in time yes in 19 what 84 yes yeah so it was kind of wrong program yeah yeah it was all wrong, you know, because both teams were over as babyface, you know. And when they, when you, when you throw those two teams in the ring together, somebody's gonna get booed, you know. And uh, they liked Road, Road Warriors over Fabulous Ones. And then shortly after that, they left, you know. So it was not necessarily Steve Cohen's fault, though. I don't think. No, I don't think just, so. Steve uh, talks about yeah, the famous victim. match with the Road Warriors, where the Road Warriors didn't go for the finish when the fabulous ones were supposed to beat them for the titles but uh he talks about mm. that in depth as well let's you can check it out at cauliflower alley club yeah Network. but the time that the road warriors would not do jobs though they shouldn't have you know so yeah, uh, sure. it was just didn't yeah it didn't work out you know it was just one yeah. of those things it's just one of those things just didn't click huh it's just wrestling it's just wrestling food right. that's all it is it's just wrestling <laughs> Yeah, but people decide who to cheer and who to boo, you know? And uh, the fabulous ones were the kind of a victim of the circumstance, yeah. you know? Yeah, only one guy, you know, one team can survive in a territory, you know? So where can, you know what I think we need to do is I think yes. we need to, you need to go and one of the articles that you post on Facebook each week, because I can't read kanji, um, you should okay. uh, kind of tell a story from one of those stories that you post each week. Just pick one and kind of expand on it. Like I can tell for the pictures, like Abdullah the Butcher or whomever, and maybe tell us a story about one of those wrestlers. Uh, yeah, I'm doing that uh, column you know, every, every day, Monday through Friday, doing a Legend 100, it's called. Uh, the 100 Legend, 100 Wrestlers from that uh, post-war period, from like Luthes, Buddy Rogers era, all the way to 2000. You know, Stone Cold Rock, Triple H, Randy Orton, Chris Jericho are the newest ones. This stops right around 2001. But the 100 people I'm writing right now, 100 legends. Oh, that reminds yeah, so me, you know, one, of the, me one of the people at the Cauliflower Alley Club they're, uh, that they're honoring this year is another yeah. guy, another Minnesota guy, Baron Von Raschke. Okay, okay, right, right. Do you, do you ever, was, have you yeah, ever he, been to Cauliflower Alley? No, I haven't because it's May, and I um, I teach college courses, and I still it's always April, May, right? In yeah. The Cauliflower Alley. That's a, during my school semester, and I'm I teach classes, and I can't leave. One of these days, I'll get there. I'll get there for sure. Yeah, we'll have okay? to do that one time. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, where can people get in touch with you? Uh, Fumihiko Dayo. F-U-M-I-H-I-K-O-D-A-Y-O. 
on Twitter. Or you can find me, Fumi Saito, on Facebook. And I am at Jim Valley on Twitter, J-I-M-V-A-L-L-E-Y, and also Jim Valley on Facebook. And you can connect with me there, and uh, you can follow Fumi and all of the uh, stuff that he uh, posts each and every week. Lots of great pictures, even if you can't always uh, read kanji. There's some, there's some good stuff. It's worth following. I can talk about it, yeah. And by the way, you still have to get those, uh, you have to get Bull Nakano or T-shirt. We need a picture of you and Bull Nakano in your podcast. This coming season. Saturday, uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, okay. I'll, I'll see her tomorrow. Yeah. But you need to wear the shirt too, or bring the shirt, and you both have to be wearing the shirts. Okay, all right. That's what all has right. to we'll happen. we'll do that. A picture of you right. wearing the shirt alone, and then a picture of Bull wearing the shirt alone, and then a picture of both okay. of you in the shirts. Okay. And then after that, we'll go crazy that. with the shirts. I don't care. But those are the three things right. that have to happen. Hallmark, hallmark. That is. All that's right. a demand. I demand okay. it. So. All right. Well, uh, give Bull Nakano my best. And as always, if you're listening, mm-hmm. thank you. Please share this. You have our yeah, best. Yeah, Bull will be back in States in April, too, okay? Pardon for me? For Rise. Bull Nakano will be back in Stateside in Chicago for Rise. Oh, that's you know, right. He, she she's, and, doing, she's she, doing a seminar with... Medusa, yeah. Yeah, and they're doing a match where they're managing uh, respective groups. And also seminar for wrestlers. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Very well, good. There's just all kinds of stuff happening. Well, I look forward to the pictures <laughs> next week or in the next few days. Okay. And uh, as right. always. Yes, sir. You got to say the words. So long from Tokyo. There it is. Sorry, it's been a while, I guess. We're out of practice. All right. (laughs) All right. Thank you.